0: Mira la izquierda. Mira la derecha. ¿Qué ves? ¿Dónde estás? In a world that seems to change daily, what will you do next? Welcome to the Next Steps show with Peter Vesquez and co-host Aisha Kreutz. A starting point for discussion y un poco de dirección. Buenas tardes. Welcome, everybody, to the Next Steps show with me, Peter Vesquez, and... The Aisha Kreutz. Who can have a better buddy? Aisha Kreutz. I am so lucky.
1: Or Peter. Come on. It's been a, a long time coming, a long time coming. Almost like two peas in a pod.
0: <laughs> or two pods in a pea? <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, right.
1: thank you for coming
0: <laughs> to a show. What do you think? This is the first time we're doing this, like our show. I know, I know. How I'm... many times have we been a guest? A lot.
2: Yeah, you and I co-hosted another show on this station once upon a time.
1: We did. One
2: one time we filled in for uh, for Shannon when she was on vacation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. And now it's all us.
2: Now it's all us. Solamente mi
0: amiga.
1: And mi amigo. I like
0: this. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you a little bit about what we're going to be talking about. So, our show has a mission. And Aisha doesn't like one of the words in our mission.
1: I love the word.
0: It's just such a great word. Listen, the next step show. Our mission, really, our mission is to educate. Unite. And synergize. <laughs> Hello. I mean, listen, you know, the, the thing is this. You, you, you heard our intro. We got a good little Spanish music. I love that song. It's like an old school Spanish music. It's almost like when, when, when people used to actually sing, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Is it Spanish music or Hispanic music?
0: Well, it's actually Puerto Rican music, it's I believe. Puerto Rico, okay. I got a question. Yeah. Hey, Bob, maybe you can answer this too. I don't know. Don't uh, bet uh, on how, it. How many? How many countries in this wonderful world that we have has Hispanics? Oh, you know what? How many country countries in the world has blacks or African Americans? Well, I guess that would only be us. But has blacks or or anything like that? Isn't it like all of
2: them?
1: No, I know the answer, but I'm not.
0: I've I, asked I don't you. want to
1: steal it from. All the folks out there.
0: Oh, I'm going to give this answer later, though, in the second segment because when we introduce a guest, I want to see what his what oh, he. Oh, look thinks. at the look at you with the radio tease already. <laughs> see, you're getting, you're
2: getting the hang of this thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anywho, so yes, to educate, to unite, to synergize, and we have to talk about these kind of things because we have such a split in our nation, in our state, in our county now, right? Everybody's talking about racism and talking about. Gosh, how offended they are. But no one's talking about
1: how
0: we the accomplishments. Kids. Yes. Right? No one's talking about how the Hispanic community, for example, in Monroe County has tripled in size since the 1980. We haven't talked about that. Right? Why? You know, our pillars are so... What, our, what are our pillars? Why am I talking?
1: Because it's co-host Aisha <laughs> <usually writes.
0: laughs> Kratz. Oh, nice cop out. Listen, our pillars are simple. Right? We're going to focus on faith. We're going to focus on faith because it doesn't matter how bad our day goes. It doesn't matter how bad the news is, right? Because when you believe in something bigger, and in our case, in faith, we believe in God. You know, and I can tell you, like it says in Psalms, what is it, Psalms, um, Psalms uh, 27, verses 1 to 3, it talks about how I, I don't fear anything because I know that I'm protected. I mean, it goes deeper than that, obviously, but summarizing it. And we got to talk about politics because you know what? You can't buy toilet paper without being affected by politics. You can't open a business without taking into consideration the political climate that you're in. And entrepreneurship. Tell me something. Is it not in our blood as a a Hispanic? And a (laughs) wannabe Hispanic? (laughs) I am a wannabe. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Aisha grew up
1: I grew up in Key West, Florida um, Little Cuba So, you know, growing up Again, you go into all of I mean, many of the stores uh, Nobody spoke English You know, so if you didn't uh, Know Spanish growing up in Key West You pretty much uh, had Limited stores that you could go into If you actually wanted uh, to talk to the clerk And different things They taught you Spanish in kindergarten Um, So, you know so yeah, and, and, and even growing up, coming out of it, uh, all my kids—you know, my one daughter—you uh, know, we called her Muñequita, and uh, just all the, all the different things. And people sw- would swear that we were Spanish, and I'm like, oh no, I'm not a Spanish but, you know, though,
0: bone in my body. If it was based on
2: skin color, we'd be we'd be we'd be sisters or brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah, very similar. Very, very similar. On that, what's called, what's that, the PM, the Pantone matching system? If we put, like, little chips up against you two, you'd be pretty much in the same category. Well, yeah, we would.
1: And, well, and you know, there is no such thing as really black and white anyway, right? We're all shades of brown.
0: We're all shades We're, of brown? We,
1: you know, scientifically speaking. So, you know. Even those
0: without pigmentation, are they shades of brown? I
1: mean, maybe if you're, uh, albino, I think, is the only one that is not a... You know, it doesn't fit in that actually category. Actually, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a weird. Co- brown. It's Everybody's a, brown.
2: Yeah, it's a weird concept anyway if you think about it. Because if you look up the the meaning of the word race, what race is is simply sorting people by skin color. Right. You know, Putting them in categories. It's like it, it, you could do the same thing by sorting them by eye color. Yep. It's kind of like, what's the point?
0: Yep. And you know the cool thing if we sorted by eye color. But eye colors, there wouldn't be like blacks or Hispanic because you can go to Puerto Rico and yep. see a young lady or a young man with really light, light, lights lighter than you, Bob, light skin, blue eyes. Oh, yeah. But jet black hair, jet black hair. So, hey, listen, you know, we, we talk about faith and politics and entrepreneurship. Oh, go ahead. Interrupt me.
1: No, no. I was going to say I was going to play into our clip. Um, oh, we're going to do that clip. I next know. one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got a clip for you. Um, but we do have, I mean, we talked about faith. We talked about politics. We're going to talk, we're going to talk about entrepreneurship today. We have a great guest that, that is an entrepreneur happens to be Hispanic as well. Right. Happens to be from Rochester, but yesterday it was a crazy day yesterday in the city. Boy, it was nuts. You know, we, 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 we used to talk about violence in the city and we'd move out to the suburbs actually you know in the hispanic community we've seen a significant increase in the suburban and a decrease in the in the, in the urban centers as far as where we're living um but yesterday you know lee zeldon came to visit us uh and had a rally out in uh in fairport yeah and it was a pretty well good attended i you know i happened to be there me and and you know we were out campaigning and and we stopped by there to uh just to kind of see what he had to say and
1: He's running for governor, New York. Anyone doesn't
0: know. Oh, yeah. Lee Zeldin know, for governor. Yep, so he's running for governor. And, uh, you know, some guy decided to go up on stage and pull out what looked like a uh, brass knuckle with sharp edges on it and stab him. Yeah. Busy. I think he was helped up on the stage, that guy. Actually. Now,
2: that's, that's the bizarre part of this whole thing. But, I mean, if you see the news footage, and you can see it on any TV station site – uh, and some of the national sites, too. It's like, how it's, did he get so close? Yeah. I mean, you know? what, what, it was just like he was there. He was there, yeah. yeah. And, and what gets me, though, it's is... okay,
1: though. You know, I mean, it's, again, kind of what you're talking about, though, you know, like, again, that move, like, into the... You know, you don't really expect those type of things. And a lot of times, right, I mean, you do see, unfortunately, um, politicians, different people who maybe won't do something in the city because that something might happen, right? Um and then, you know, you're like, hey, now you're, you're out here in Fairport. This is not what's really can supposed anywhere. to happen. It can happen anywhere. And we're seeing it more, you know, again, um, the two shootings. Um, yeah, well, the
0: two shootings, one police officer died as a result. That's insane. <clears throat>
2: yeah, it was an ambush. I mean, they were just responding to a call, and by the time you hear this, it'll and be no more known because we're recording the show on Friday. Uh, I'm sure there will be more coming out about it, but it's uh, as of it the is, time that we're recording the show, there's been no arrest. there's been nothing. Right.
1: Well, well,
0: wasn't that guy released? The the, the one that went after well, the, the, uh, the, 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 the Zeldin, went after Zeldin was, yeah. one. He
1: was so, released
0: So you know, and it and it kills me. That leads us to the bigger picture. Why this show is even in existence, right? Why is it that we're we're doing this along with the many others that are on the station and the others? When we talk about unity, and we talk about politics, both of these situations were both politically motivated because of the lack of unity and the lack of work in some cases and education and so forth. I mean, there's a bigger picture here.
1: There is. And I think that when we're like issues like this, when we talk about the violence um, that is happening o- across the nation, when we're talking about, right, whether it's defund the police, right. Cause that's more the political end of things. Um, we have to be very careful. I think as a society and a people, Right. That we're not segregating out ourselves uh, based on a political agenda, but instead saying, hey, guys, we have a violent problem. There is something going on in our society. How do we come together and have these conversations so that regardless of if I live on Conkey and Avenue D, right, or in Fairport, my kid can walk down the street and I don't have to worry about it and we should be able to come together and have those conversations once upon
0: a time you could i grew up in the city i grew up on avenue d i grew up i went to carter street recreation center avenue d recreation center i went to the (coughs) baden street i mean i was i went to number nine school number 22 school you could walk the streets once upon a time so you know again why do we do this show why why do i want to synergize people why is it that we want to bring people together to get things done? Because it is possible. We haven't lost our soul as a nation or as individuals. We've lost our soul politically. Let
1: me ask oh, you, and,
2: well, and, well, and, oh, Let me ask both of you, because, you know, you make an interesting point here. Uh, coming together, this is something that clearly is there's a need for in this country, in this state, in this community. But is it not true that there are forces and I think for, for ulterior motives that are, that are separating us, that are pitting us against each other.
1: Of course. But if you know the wiles of the devil, if you know what it is that somebody is trying to do, and that's, you know, again, me and Peter, I think we've been talking about this forever, right? If you know what they're trying to do, it is incumbent upon us to not allow them to do it. But we do. We all get triggered all the time. We're always going, and um, again, when we get to that clip next time, that's kind of where I go with that, actually, or how I felt about it. But when we're looking at these issues and somebody says something or does something that um, we may find contrary to what we believe, right – Half the time, they're doing it or saying it on purpose to try and divide us. Absolutely. So if we know that that is is happening, why are we allowing it to so, happen? So,
0: so I'm going to ask this, and 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 maybe we can talk about it later on after break. Uh-oh. But who is they and the who's that we keep talking about?
1: Well, who, you know, progressives, elitists, eugenicists, the proletariat,
2: those and w- people. Why? and
1: because it's all about control
2: and power it's all but, about but, power but wouldn't
0: it make sense to um to ensure that we are all uh are growing and excelling and achieving our, our own financial dreams and and non-financial dreams so How that all of us can that? can
1: yeah but that's not i mean that's never been the case i mean that's what not that's what a tyrant does Right. I mean, like if you want to control people, you have to have worker bees. You have to have people. You have to have tears. Right. That was the beautiful thing about America when we were founded. Right. Is it taking out that class system where we can move in and out of economic systems um based on what you put into it. And again, sometimes it is who you know. So I don't, I mean, I don't think any of those things are right or wrong how you do it, but you have the opportunity in America to do that. So whether my, it's because of my brother, my mom, whether it's because of my own achievements, whether it's just because I was lucky and in the right place at the right time, I still can move in and out of those economic systems based on whatever. Other countries, you can't do that, right? In the past, you couldn't do that.
0: No, absolutely not. Absolutely not, and that's why we have this show. That's why we want to synergize. That's why we want to educate, and see, that's the key. People, in most cases, don't know. So, you know, Aisha and I also run the Frederick Douglass Foundation of New York, right? It's, a, it's an entity that's focused on education and in, in order to impact public policy, and that's exactly what this show is intended to do, but take it one step further to synergize people so that they can also come together and create something whether it's a group, whether it's a letter, whether it's a phone call, right? But come together to create something to help stop the madness that we see in this country. And the thing is this, if we're not getting involved politically, and I've heard you say a million times, Aisha, politics isn't the answer.
1: It's not. But
0: it surely is the problem.
1: It is, Yes, it surely is the problem. But again, I, you know, again, politics isn't the answer in the sense of, right... That it is our faith and who we are and who we, you know, again, look all the writings of the founding fathers, Ronald Reagan, you know, um, all of the answers to all of our woes are in the Bible. And so, yes, I do come from it from that perspective. And when you change the hearts and minds of people, politics will follow when you're able to get people to be edified, encouraged, um, educated and be able to put on that full armor of God. Then when they have to go and stand against some of these things that really right when we know those of you listening, know, it gets lonely out there and they will try to come and destroy you at every turn. And if you don't have yourself grounded, tethered to, in my case, and again, I, I know not everybody's Christian, but in my case, if I'm not tethered to the word of God. That means that I'm going to go to and fro, and when these political people come, want to offer you a job, want to do this, want to do, somehow maneuver you, if you're not tethered to anything, you're going to go. And, and that's the problem. So we, we change the hearts and minds of people. Politics follows, not the other way around. And that's why people get, I believe, you know, that's why you get tired. That's why you,
0: you get very tired. I mean, all you got to do is look down south to see what the end result of this tyranny is. Um, By looking at Venezuela, for example. I mean, that's in in our time frame. We saw that evolve and we saw that happen. Um, And to ignore it, I was talking, uh, if you remember our buddy Luis Martinez, he has family still in Cuba. Do you know that there's people still dying as a result of the protest that they had back last year? The government is still targeting people there.
2: But quietly.
1: Yeah. well, that's
2: what government does. I mean I'm sorry to say that, but that's the tendency it, that's it, that's the, the the tyranny always ends up at the point of a gun yes absolutely
0: it does. and we're seeing that happen here
2: it, 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 let me, let, you know Pete, you're so right about that because I'll tell you something in nineteen ninety nine I was in Venezuela, I was in a Venezuelan port city walking around, and I'm here to tell you it looked like western New York man Everybody's out. They're driving around in SUVs. They're sitting out in cafes. They're going to the movies. They're going to the mall. Don't think it can't happen here. Nope. I mean, shoot. Look, look at well, look. Look at Thomas Saul.
1: Thomas Saul. Right. Uh, those who you know don't know him. Great economic uh, economist. One mm-hmm. of my heroes. But right, he's like, we're going to be one of. Uh, you know, we'll be that nation as well that is going to fall from the inside out. That's right? what
2: happens to empires.
1: Right, because we forget the things that bind us together as a society, right? Our families, they want to destroy our families, our faith, um, and our history, right? And we're talking about statues, different things like that. When when you start destroying all of these things, you have no unifying thread uh, to bind a society together. And so if we can't figure out how to pull all of these things together, then yeah, we're going to continue to fall and go the way of
2: Venezuela. Ronald Reagan said... America is an idea. And that it
0: is. And one that's founded on on, on values that have sustained us for, what, over 250 years? Crazy. See, do we have time before break to play that clip? Sure, let's go. We'll do that and then go into break. All right. Do, do you want you want to set this
1: up? Play the clip and then come yes, back.
0: Yes, absolutely. And then we'll come back. So so this has been bounced around the news a lot, right? And <laughs> I have to admit when I first heard it I was kind of chuckling, but when Joe Biden said the whole taco statement, but it wasn't even just making reference to Hispanics and breakfast tacos. It was the fact that she didn't even pronounce the word bodega correctly. And I, and I guess the part that that really highlights is the fact that These people are so out of touch.
2: Right. How can you not know how to say Bogota? There you go. Right. (laughs) Just kidding. So go ahead and shoot it. Oh, by all means. Yeah, here we
1: go. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogota's of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio.
2: Oh, boy. And you, you didn't get to hear, the way that was cut off at the end, you didn't get to hear the audience reaction. Yeah. Which they were which was laughing, not,
0: they were cheering. Uh, well, some of them
2: were. Yeah, the ones who so. are a member of that club were cheering, I guess. Oh, that's too funny. So
1: I, to, Okay. So I'm going to be the odd one out. I know it. You did
0: a whole live video on this
1: thing. I really did. I did do a live video on it because, again, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm only I'm only a fake Cuban. (laughs) An almost Cuban. So when again, I didn't hear it. You know, like I read it. You know, read the statement after everybody was freaking out and stuff. And you know, I mean, I was like, hey, I she was trying to make some metaphors and. I was like, she's not wrong, right? When it comes to the, you know, variation within, you know, again, Puerto Ricans, uh, Cubans, uh, you know, the variation is unbelievably beautiful and unique within the Hispanic community. And so I was like, okay, maybe, you know, again, I can see the trigger, right, for some people on the left, but I didn't expect it from people on the right, to be honest. I, I'll be honest. I really didn't because if Trump would have said something like that, it
0: been done.
1: I think people on the on the left, it he would have been done. But on the right, they would have been like, so and it's true. Yeah, you know what I mean? And so I just came for you know, and I was like, okay, maybe it was a little off color or, you know what I mean? Like, she didn't quite get it right. I think she was trying to be poetic in some way or her speechwriter and it maybe didn't come off right. No. But... I'm
0: sorry, there's no, there's, you You can't justify her ignorance in that. There's just none. I mean, mispronouncing bodegas, it happens, right, Bob? Yeah. But, <laughs> but come on, the reference but, to see, breakfast I was tacos. More offe-
1: I was more offended by the mispronouncing bodega. No, I, I mean, come I on, really I mispronounce was. English words all the time. Well, we won't get into that, we know. <laughs> or, or you screw guys up will idiots. all hear it pretty soon. Yes. <laughs> yes, you will hear it. So,
0: so I want to introduce our guest real quick. Um, If we made it, we we have a a dynamic individual with us, somebody who I've known for some time, although I haven't spoken to in nearly a decade, uh, who I called and said, hey, we're starting this show and I couldn't think of anybody better than to have on than you. This guy was uh, or is a pillar in our community. Uh, and probably uh, one of the more humble people that I know that carries that, that, that obligation with them. And this is Octavio Garcia, an entrepreneur, right? A guy who understands our community and, and the entrepreneur spirit that
3: we have and and really some of the stuff. Octavio, welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having us uh, and having me. I'm honored and proud to be here today. Thank you. Wonderful. What do you think about, are you a taco? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm a little hungry, so I was kind of looking over and was like, wait
3: a minute. She tacos him. and I don't sit well, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she didn't call them You guys, tacos though. I didn't call
0: him a taco. I asked him if he were a taco. Was a taco. See,
1: I know. I'm English. just saying, though.
3: Like. Well, then again, taco amongst Puerto Rican can mean friend. So you know, you're a taco. That's you know my friend, my buddy, my pal. So see, maybe I she was. Taco. Como ta? Oh, well, man, I don't know. You I went gotta, to a different gotta, country, but hey. <laughs>
0: <Well>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Next Step Show with Aisha Kreutz and Peter Vasquez, or Peter Vasquez and Aisha Kreutz.
2: We'll be right back. On the WISL station, tell a friend about the program. Thanks for listening. We'll be back with Next Steps.
4: Here's a special message for veterans and surviving spouses from Alpine Manor. You may qualify for a special benefit from the VA after applying for funds received for aid and attendance. Your stay at Alpine Manor could be as low as $600 per month. Be sure to call for details. At Alpine Manor, their pride is personalized care for seniors who are not yet ready for a nursing home. There are supervised activities and medications, full laundry and housekeeping services, three dietary approved home-cooked meals, and a bedtime snack, all provided in immaculate surroundings. Be sure to call for details on this new program for the veteran in your family. Keep the Golden Years carefree years at Alpine Manor, nestled in the picturesque rolling hills east of 390 in Livingston County, just 20 minutes from Rochester. New York State Health Department license. Call 346-5880. That's three. 3- 465880 for a no obligation tour or information or visit alpinemanor.com.
2: Next to life itself, time is God's greatest gift. Every minute of your child's precious school years should be spent in devotion to truth, not some agenda. An Archangel School K-12 classic Catholic-based education fosters achievement, not conformity. Affordable, safe, small class sizes, and zero time wasted on CRT or Common Core. Your family values are honored, and parental involvement is warmly welcomed. Archangel School kids learn to soar, not march. 247-1112. 247-1112.
4: Don't be warm in your home. Pick up the phone and call 270 Wise Home Energy has been fixing uncomfortable homes since 2010. Does your AC struggle to cool your home? Then call Wise Home Energy, the experts in fixing uncomfortable homes. Ducted and ductless mini splits are the 21st century answer to heating and cooling your home. So don't be warm in your home. Pick up the phone and call Wise Home Energy at 270-5836 today.
1: Peter
2: Vasquez and Ayesha Kreutz, the next step show on the WYSL stations.
0: I love that song. Brujería by El Gran Combo. Do you know that my, uh, my wife and I, when we met, I played this song for her. And she doesn't speak Spanish. And so she took the song to her friend, who did, and they told her that what it meant. And, and what it. is that? What does it mean? Well, brujería is, um, Octavio, what, how do you translate brujería? Witchcraft. Witchcraft. Oh, so when you say you did, so it basically it's the song singing to a woman uh, saying that you did, you, you you have me under a spell. That's mm-hmm. well,
2: like Frank Sinatra. It's, it's witchcraft. There you go,
0: I think. <laughs> <laughs> Same deal. <laughs> you know, in Indiana, uh, back in October of 2021, they had a, um, uh, uh, they have a Monroe County in Indiana, by the way. They had the first annual Monroe County event called the complexities of the Latino community. And a young lady uh, uh, stood up and she said, uh, and I'm going to kind of cut it up a little bit here, but it said she was speaking to the panelists. Why do you generalize Hispanic and Latino community in general? Like it was one community where in reality, uh, where in reality, it is a division of languages. What do you think?
3: It's an interesting statement. Um, Although we all do speak Spanish, it is different in many ways in different countries. We may say one word in Puerto Rico that means totally different in Mexico or South America, uh, you know, altogether.
0: But even cultures are different,
3: though. See, Cultures are I very different. Yes, I agree
0: with with that statement 100. Because it is more than language. I mean, language is culture, but you're right. I mean, one word, the word biscocho, for example. And 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 if anyone's from Mexico and listening, I apologize if I offended you. But in in our in Puerto Rico, I mean, means cake. Yes. But in in Mexico, it's a woman's cake. Oh, completely different meaning. Very offensive meaning. So. Anywho, I just wanted to point that out because we do have differences, and we have a, a, a huge Hispanic population here in Monroe County to the tunes of about 61,000 plus people countywide, I believe. That makes up what uh, percentage wise? Does anybody know percentage pretty good? I'm what sorry, what was, the, what was the
2: number again? 61. 61,000? Uh, well, the, the county is what? About 775. Something so like that. about, uh, I'm thinking 8%.
3: I think it would be a little higher than that, huh? Could be, could be,
0: but a, a big percentage nonetheless, countywide. And sixty-one of those, or sixty-one <laughs> percent of the Hispanics that reside in the county, live in the are, um, live in the city, right? However, numbers dropped considerably since nineteen eighty. Why? Again, you do real estate.
3: You know, it's it's difficult to say. Um, There is a lot of Hispanics throughout the uh, city of Rochester and and from different areas. You know, I guess Puerto Ricans are the largest uh, community in the city of Rochester, but we have from different countries, Cuba, uh, Mexico, South America, you know, Dominicans, okay, Not forget that one. My wife is Dominican. Um, But, you know, there's a huge Hispanic population. And the city of Rochester is where they go to first because it has always been affordable. You know, rents were low. You know, uh, there was different organizations that were there to help them out, you know, get a start. Okay. Uh, Family friendly, you know. But over the last few years. And and I myself was born here in, in, in Rochester. You know, so I, you know, I was born and raised uh, and lived here for many years, you know. But like like I did, there was a point in my life that I decided, you know what, I need to get out. I need to do something else, okay? Why? You know, it was just, as a teenager, uh, the direction that I was taking was not the right direction, okay? Uh, my personal belief is that if I had stayed I don't know where I would be today. I don't think I would be uh, the entrepreneur, the family man that I am today, uh, you know, the person who I am. would not have it existed. And that is such a common
0: story. And what gets me is that I did the same thing. For me, it was the military, though. That's what I did. I joined the military and left Rochester, you know. You know, I was uh, one of these oh, weird you. teenagers.
1: Thank you both for Why, You did it, too. I didn't serve.
0: You didn't serve. Oh, but military.
1: Sorry. Gotcha. Off. Thank okay. you. Yes,
0: thank you for your service, Octavia, And to thank all you. the veterans out there, absolutely. Um, but but I liked watching C-SPAN growing up, and I would watch, <laughs> and I'd see this. You know, I'd see everybody in Congress, and for a long time, I honestly thought that there was a special breed of people that were created by God to to rule this world. And and and, oh, and remember no. I, listen I I had family members telling me to stop looking beyond what I can see cuz for a person in my circumstances whatever that meant I would never see
2: anything more You're watching politicians I'm, <laughs> I, I'm glad that you snapped out of that one Peter Ay <laughs> <laughs> ay Yeah it was it was interesting to me
1: so again i didn 't grow up in Rochester, so again, as I said before, I grew up in Key West, so very different. I uh, traveled the states uh, most of my life but when when you moved out of Rochester, where did you move to?
3: Well, you know, after I finished my tour with the military, uh one of my dreams had always been to work in New York City. The closest I could get was to uh, I moved to New Jersey with my father uh and lived there I, I met my wife there and we lived there for many years um well after i had my first son we decided to purchase our first home uh which i did up in uh upstate uh, peakskill new york okay so and
1: then what made you bring come back then to rochester
3: Nine Eleven did okay Nine oh. Eleven. okay you know at, at that point we had two children okay um we were doing well. I mean, uh, we couldn't afford a single-family home, but we started with a three-family home, which was good. But 9-11 scared the living bejesus out of me. Okay. Uh, we were just too close to the city. My work constantly took me there. Um, and it, I wanted to bring my family where I, where I thought it was safe. Okay. Okay? Even though I had left for purposes that, you know, uh, makes no sense to some I believed in my heart that I could bring my children back to Rochester or the, or the surrounding areas and have them grow up here uh, safe and, and happy. I mean, you know.
1: Right. And so. it should be the case. I mean, you would think somewhere like, again, Rochester, there's so much sense of community in uh, this city. And to see it fall apart. And, you know, again, we were talking about just the shootings, right, that happen, and, you know. Just pray for those, you know, the the families uh, of the police officers, and one of them died, um, and then one um, that was shot as well, you know, and, and to keep that in in, in prayer uh, throughout the week. But um, what is it that would make so much of the violence that we see happening happen? You know, from, you know, especially, you know, again, I don't know how that plays into the Hispanic uh, community within Rochester. But, I mean, what do you see as part of that issue?
3: You know, it's difficult to say. I mean, growing up, if you had asked me when I was a teenager, you know, clearly back then it was prejudice. There is no question about it. You know, uh, even areas in the city were segregated. If you were not lighter than, you know, most people, you did not belong in those areas, and cops were called on you. Okay, so we were forced, or we are forced still today, in my opinion, to grow up in, in specific areas. Okay, uh, work is not there, education is not there. You know, uh, it's difficult to say, and in, in my personal opinion, uh, a lot of times. Too many handouts just is not good. No. Uh, it, 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 has, just, it has an opposite yes, effect. Yes. It actually causes
0: the dependency, which causes people to have more dire issues. Than, and I can tell you, I ran, um, without saying names, but I ran an organization that had 224 apartments that kept apartment uh, rents. Um, almost 80%, up. in some cases, it was 101% in our four bedrooms below HUDs fair market rate right and instead of helping people get on their feet it created a uh an environment where people um entitlement it it created entitlement so we we were forced to raise rents, right i mean we didn't have a choice just we we had to in order to, to keep the place going and you'd think i dropped a nuclear bomb off in that place <laughs> really, I mean, and, and we're not talking. I mean, it was a significant raise, but it wasn't a baker a, a back-breaking raise. And in considering,
2: I mean, listen, we're talking four-bedroom apartments for like eight hundred dollars. And so, what was the what was the increase, Peter? The total percent? Yeah, that set everything off. How much were you propose?
0: I, 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 well, okay, so I did a twenty-five percent raise. Now, now, mind you, some of you may say, "Oh my gosh." That's no, a but big step all at once, though. I have is, to say, it is definitely
2: uh, a big step all at once. Eight hundred twenty
1: five percent of eight hundred dollars, though, right? I know, but, sure. it, but so, if it's
2: if they're if they're used to working with a certain number, yes. it's it's pretty hard to to slap them with twenty five percent all at once. I mean, that's why you want to have incremental increases yes. every year. Well, we weren't able to have incremental yeah. increases
0: because we were prevented from from doing anything. So, but, but I will say though, because again, it sounds like a lot might be a lot to some, um, but I put a lot of time and study when I was told that I had to do this as to how I was going to do it, how it was going to impact, what resources that people have to go to if they needed to to get some help. Uh, and I gave him as much time as I possibly can give him. It was just over four months um, that everyone had. But dollar-wise, yes, we are talking about $100 on average uh, uh, raise, Right,
1: which you wouldn't even be able to find a apartment again that was HUD under that price.
0: Understood. Do you know what I
1: mean? So So even you know.
0: Needless to say, there wasn't an issue with anybody paying. However, everybody readjusted. But you know what the biggest complaint was? In some cases. They they couldn't make their car payment for their $50,000 car that they bought because they had (laughs) all that extra
2: money. Because they had such a cheap apartment. Because Because they had such a cheap apartment.
1: But but again, if we're talking about entitlements and unity, um, you know, Octavia, you you said something, right? It was like, if people are still being compartmentalized into a particular area, then what's the solution um, for... I mean, that means that somehow they're going to need um, a handout, right? Because if they're not getting jobs, if there is that issue that's going on, right, then that means, hey, they can't go anywhere else. So then if if we break that apart and say, okay, which one one do you address first? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, is it... Oh, I need to, I mean, I know I would say, (laughs) but I just wanted to hear from you. You know, like, which one do you address? Do you address the outside source or the inside source first?
3: That's a very good question. Um, You know, it's difficult to say, in my opinion. You know, let me look at it this way. You know, people need, they need help. All right. And some handouts are going to be good. All right. Now. We're talking about rents, $800, 25%. My math is different, but, you know, uh, that is a lot of money to someone who's making what today's minimum wage is, all right? But when you look at, let's assume, a $1,000 rent, okay? Today, even in the city, you can purchase a home, all right, and still pay that $1,000 and have a place of your own. That is going to bring ownership pride okay you know and that is they're going to take care of the neighborhoods you know i live here right. okay Absolutely. so when you're talking about handouts there's grants available throughout the city of rochester to help that first time buyer That's okay right. you know so that is different from saying you know let me give you state assistance forever in a day right okay you know where where's the pride of saying Let me go earn something, you know. Do you
1: think it's going to be a problem, though, someone who, you know, in this case, uh, just because, you know, we'd started off talking Hispanic community. So if they want to go then and, you know, hey, I'm living in the city of Rochester and I want to buy a house in some other area, is that going to then cause a problem?
3: Well, yeah. Ninety percent of all the Hispanics that I work with, you know, are looking to move out of the city, Good for okay. them. You know, so they're paying $1,000 rent, $1,200, whatever the amount is today, you know. And there's certain areas in Greece, Gates, uh, Henrietta, you know, where it's more affordable, even some parts of Irondequoit, you know, uh, where they can pay the same amount for a nice little home, their home, okay. The other thing they're thinking about is the, their children's education, you know. Even if they had to pay more in a mortgage, they're looking at their their kids education is going to be much better
1: right which is why they're all moving out and and should that should be what we're doing right when we we're talking about moving in and out of economic system and, and getting that mindset into people and it sounds like we gotta go to break here on wysl the voice of Liberty this is aisha kreitz co-host of next steps with peter Vasquez we'll be right back
2: Rock on, Harley Davidson, and Rock on Power Sports, West Henrietta Road. Shop the greatest selection of legendary Harleys and save big on a wide array of used bikes. And Rock on Power Sports has rides from Honda, Kawasaki, and Yamaha. Rock on has a helpful staff to save you big money. The Rock-On Service Department has expert technicians and a great supply of parts to get and keep you on two wheels. WYSL listeners get $500 off used motorcycles while supplies last. Rock-On has side-by-sides, ATVs, and jet boats, too. Anything that's fun and goes fast. On and off-road and on the water, shop the all-new Rock-On first. Rock on Harley-Davidson and Rock on Motorsports, 2600 West Henrietta Road. Open Tuesday through Saturday. Call 424-2120. Visit rockonharleydavidson.com.
4: Western New York, Sealing and Paving, installing new driveways and parking lots. Seal Coating Too. Want a fresh new driveway or parking lot installed? Call 247-8466. For a limited time, get 0% financing for 18 months for qualified buyers. Serving Monroe, Livingston, and Ontario counties. WNYPave.com. Seal Coating, Paving, plus concrete sidewalks and patios. Call 247-8466 or visit WNYPave.com. Western New York, Sealing and Paving. Make your asphalt great again.
1: If you are dealing with chronic pain, Dr. Sharak Patel is now available in the Southern Tier. Serving Noyes, Jones, and St. James Hospitals, Dr. Patel is an experienced pain management specialist. He offers steroid injections and many other procedures and has a special interest in the lumbar and cervical spine. Don't let chronic pain impact your quality of life. Ask your doctor for a referral or call 585-243-0150. Next Steps with Peter Vasquez
2: and Aisha Kreutz
1: on the WYSL stations. You know
2: I like my chicken fried Go beer on a Friday night A
1: pair of jeans that fit just right And a radio up A lot of seats on See the love in my woman's eyes All Fear right, we are back. Uh, with no this time, we're going to do free soup every week. Uh, we will have a short segment Uh, Free soup with the extraordinary machine, Aisha Kreitz. Just my quick thoughts of the week. Um, And I figured this time I'd start off with something a little new, different. Since we live in weird times, there's no surprise. There's no shortage of weird questions. So if increasing carbon dioxide in the atmosphere caused the globe to warm, why is there more carbon dioxide in the atmosphere in the winter than in the summer? If mostly gay men are getting monkeypox. Why is the government not telling gay men to quit it um, with all the randos? If you care so little about this most prescient victim group, the gays, what makes you think that the government actually cares about you? If the government's COVID vaccine worked, why wouldn't they have banned it like they did ivermectin and hydrochloroquine? And since everyone that gets COVID shot ultimately gets COVID, why do they still say it works and is a vaccine? And why would they be telling you to give it to your children? And on abortion, to the elitists and progressives, abortion is one of their favorite methods of population control, partly because it's a good way to make sure a child doesn't have to overcome adversity when growing up, since most of those capable of overcoming adversity when growing up end up becoming coming conservative so is this the radical left trying to kill their opponents just some thoughts to think about there'll be more to come these questions will be posted on the blog section of the frederick Douglass foundation of new york uh website in case you'd like to look at them more closely free soup is good food is good logic is good for the soul is good for liberty and good conversation and
0: education is an interesting topic don't you think i do that's great questions. We should encourage everybody to have questions.
1: Questions. Questions
0: will also be on our Facebook page. Next steps or the Next Step Show on Facebook. Look it up.
1: We will put it on there.
0: Okay. W education. It kind of goes hand in hand with home ownership and jobs and 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 owning a car maybe.
3: It is. It is. I mean, the more educated you are, you know, the better you're going to be, the more you get ahead. You know, that's that's been one of my concerns about the city of Rochester. I mean, for instance, look at uh, our, our superintendents over the last 12 years. We've had eight superintendents. This last one only lasted half her term. Okay, what is the answer? What is the solution? Our children are paying the price. Okay, Absolutely. regardless of race or color, you know, all of them are on the same boat, you know. And in my opinion, I mean, come on, Rochester's the only city that I know that's got a paid school board. Higher right? On top know? of that.
1: That is crazy. And again, you just mentioned it. Eight superintendents in 12 years. Yes. And from all different political spectrums yeah. and viewpoints. Oh, so if you can't keep... A superintendent. Maybe the problem isn't the superintendents. Hey, maybe the problem. Right? You-, you know,
2: we've paid out over a million dollars
1: in severances.
2: In severances. How about five hundred people in the central office in the RCSD? Five hundred people. This is a, a, a district of is about twenty thousand students. I think. That's yeah. it. So- yeah. Yeah, the, the
0: the the superintendent is also entitled to their own staff, and Ooh. each one of those staff members are making, um, well, almost a hundred thousand, if I remember correctly. If I, and this was probably back in two thousand sixteen. I did a math. I think it was under the Brazard the, the superintendent's name was at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him and his staff alone, uh, with their income, far exceeded half a million dollars. Jesus. Just just him and oh, his sure. his little entourage that went with him everywhere he went.
2: But yet, oh, and we get some of the highest numbers per capita in the school district. So, well, now in fairness, too, a lot of this, a lot of that top-heavy stuff in the administration is mandated by the state and by the federal Department of Education. You got to have this officer and that, you know, person. Yeah, that, that, that is
0: true, and yeah, that is fair to point
2: out. But, but still,
1: but it's still it's still top-heavy. Uh, it's still padded. Even above those numbers, though. Absolutely. I mean, they, they, there is no reason. And, and, and again, if you want to have 500 people in the office for 20,000 students, I didn't realize that it was such a small um, you know, number of students, that's fine. But they don't have to get paid um, so much that it takes away from the education of the children themselves.
2: Uh, I should unionized.
1: Unionized.
0: Right. Well, so, and and I'm glad you bring that up because and in you you do a lot of work throughout the entire county, correct? Yes, I do. So, so you see a lot of the different families and 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 where they came from. There's some of their situations. You see their finances. Yes. So so I gotta ask, why is it that we can take a rural school or a private school like Charles Finney or Lima Christian um, or, or the other one on on Buffalo Road, uh, uh, North Star? Why, can, Archangel? Uh, Archangel, yep. Why is it that these schools can graduate at almost a ninety-nine percent from college, but High yet school. a twenty-thousand school district or, or member school district has one of the worst, or well, highest-paid, as you mentioned, school board and one of the worst um, uh, graduation the rates,
1: and for half, yeah, the, for price. half the price, uh, and, and
2: they do it for half the price. I think it's because it's not about education. I think it's. I think it's about again. It's an institution. Th- these things tend to take on lives of their own, and they have a they have an immune system, and they have a reproductive system. So they're constantly, you know, like growing and bloating, and and uh, and they're very insular. They they fight off any uh, any attempt to uh, to dismember them. Yes, they do. Well,
1: and doesn't that go back to the superintendent issue?
3: Right. Back to the higher ups. I mean, and let's not forget, Eugenio Maria de Ostos has been a, a, new, a newer charter school in the city of Rochester. Yes. You know, I don't know how far back it goes, maybe four or five years, a little longer. But the graduation rate, it's through the roof. Yes. I mean, it, it's much greater than the city of Rochester. You know, and- I, I've heard people say it's because they're selective, these charter schools, they're selective in the
0: students that they, you know, that they, is. It, is that true? Is that why they're doing so well? Because I know I, Finney wasn't like that. Finney, yeah, you had to take an entrance exam because I mean you gotta. But that exam was mostly more focused on can they handle the rigorous work that we have. And even if a student didn't do as well on an entrance exam, but showed that they had the determination and 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 the willingness to do the work, we'd accept them. So,
3: no, I don't. I I don't know if that's I don't know if that's the problem or not. Uh, I can't answer that. But. When you're taking a charter school or a private school, you know, and the education, the number of students per per teacher, okay, uh, the pace that the teachers are getting, you know, uh, it's just much better overall. So. A bit better overall. It, it which gets me.
1: What well, am- the, well, with the charter schools, too. I mean, although some are selective, the different criteria for selection is different based on different um, charter schools. I'll, I'll say, for example, your um, uh, some of them, it's like you have – you do have to be at the bottom tier, right? Some of them, they're taking – they're trying to prove that they can take kids that are looked at as not being able to succeed – Um, In their charter schools. So it's not just, oh, I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with selecting based on what you are trying to gear your particular education to. Right. That's actually a good thing. So when they say that, I think that we should also ask more questions. Right. I love questions because that's how you get to the bottom of things and helping people to think for themselves.
0: Absolutely. Up W. How can people get a hold of you if they want to buy a house or rent an apartment? Or do you do commercial? Tell well, us actually, about your
3: it's funny you say. You know, my wife and I work as a team. Okay, uh, we've been doing this for over twenty years now. Okay, uh, and it's funny that you mentioned commercial. It is one of the things that I felt that we were lacking in the real estate industry in the Rochester, New York, Monroe County area. So my wife and I are doing commercial real estate at this time, okay? We've been training in it for the last eight months, okay, to make sure that we can better serve our community, all right? Uh, But if anybody has any questions, concerns, they don't have to even use us. If you want to just learn about the grants that are available for first-time home ownership, give us a call. Our phone number is 585-225-6931. Is there a website? You know, you can go to uh, uh, our website, howardhanna.com, look up the Garcia team, and you can find us there as well. Give
1: them their phone number one last time.
3: Again, the number is 585-225-6931. Wonderful. And to all our business owners
0: out there, Hispanic or not or black or white or Asian, you know what? Even if you're a Martian, even if you're from Venus, please. Give us a call. Listen to our show. But you know what, though? Advertise with us. Because this is a great show. This is a great station. We reach a lot of people. I think we go all the way to Canada, don't we, Bob? We certainly do. do? So so our prices, our rates are affordable. And listen, you get me and Aisha to promote the show. What do you got to leave off with? Don't you got a
1: scripture for us? I do have a scripture for us. You know, I always think that it's important that um, we make ourselves... Um, be edified. And if you're feeling shaken or defeated, remember, we Christians are on this earth for now, but our earthly lives are nothing but a vapor in comparison to eternity, uh, James 4, 14. But it's okay to remember that this world is not our home. Our citizenship is actually in heaven, as Philippians 3, 12, 20 says. And as you're suffering through these trials and tribulations in this world, do not let yourself be shaken, but instead, keep your eyes and your heart founded on the Lord.
0: Peter at nextstepshow.com or next steps show, keepers. Peter at nextstepsrock.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. See you next Saturday.
2: Don't forget, podcast always available at WYSL1040.com. Next Steps always on here on the WYSL stations. Yep.